All right. Mine shadow, are fresh. Shadow play, take two. Yeah. The red light's on, I can see it. Yeah, yeah I can see it. It's definitely recording this time. <laughs> it was recording before, but then the computer decided it. Oh, no, I'm over here. You, you guys don't need any of that. This yeah. is definitely a window of opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Get into gate. This is episode 118. We are talking Stargate SG1. The full Get Into Gate team is right here. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Matty. Deja vu. Brendan. Hello. And Reese. Yeah, good day, guys. Couple of veteran Stargate fans introducing Reese, our newbie, our first time watcher. One episode of Stargate SG1 every single week, and we are here to talk about it on Get Into Gate. We are up to season six, episode seven. Before we throw it over to Reese, our first timer, and see what he thought, let's go back to the old DVD synopsis and see how it's described. Quinn is conflicted when an old professor from his home planet asks SG-1 to help stage a coup against the Colonial government in order to stop a civil war. Should SG-1 allow the planet to destroy itself, or are they placing themselves in needless danger? Written by Joe and Paul, uh, directed by Peter Deloise. They're back after absolute success in Nightwalkers two weeks I mean, ago. What's the go with Joe and Paul, two crappy ones in a row? Usually if they have a crap one, they bounce back pretty quickly. How's this I for thought. deja vu? When we first recorded this, I tried to use the sad trombone noise when you finished the synopsis <laughs> and it didn't work. I did it this time and it didn't work again. Oh, shit. Technology's really Can not agreeing with us today. If I ever sound like I'm off mic, it's because I'm looking away to see whether my screen's still recording. So, <laughs> <laughs> It's not the levels, mate. Yeah, it's not the levels, guys. It's fine. It's not the levels. <laughs> but I'm trying to fix we'll... the levels so much, I'm just not recording any levels. <laughs> yeah, I hear that version. I wasn't a fan of this. Yeah, I was. I liked it. Really? Oh, stop. Um, I don't know if it's just because you guys hate Jonas as to why you hate this episode, but I think... Um, because you we hate Jonas that you liked it. Just a <laughs> f***ing contrarian, aren't you? Well, maybe, maybe I just want to piss you off. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, Jonas is the way to do it. No, I did. I liked it, man. I, I thought the whole um, going back to Jonas as well was, was pretty sweet. I really liked... Um, the opening scene, I thought Corrin as an actor made some really good choices there and was really good in just that sorrow on his face when Dean Stockwell just like totally brushed him. Yeah. Dean Stockwell. Um, oh, um, yeah, the, the professor guy. Professor who? Oh, professor. Doctor. Doctor who. Doctor who cares. The schizo guy. Oh, I like that. Doctor who cares. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Doctor who cares. We'll keep that. Like Doctor Who, um, but who cares? cares who yeah. cares what his name is? Right, yeah. Because yeah. okay. we won't until we do our in-memoriam segment yeah. at the end of yeah. the year. Doctor Who cares. Never see him again. Um, <laughs> he's, um, who did he he's, treat? Oh, Colonel Backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a bit of sci-fi royalty, so he was in um, Quantum Leap back oh, in the yeah. day with and Scott, Bellstar with Scott Galactica. Galactica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in that as well. And then he ended up doing a cameo on Star Trek. Pause for Mitch, Mitch to do that's one, but he's busy. That's fine. Uh, doesn't count. Sorry. Um, he's making sure our levels are right and the thing's recording. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do three things at once, mate. So, um, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. And oh, we're going to delay and... That's oh, there, there we go. go. Yeah, Beautiful. it's caught up. Yeah, great. Um, good work. Hey, good Scott, work, Mitch. Oh, thanks, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Bakula went on to be um, the captain of, of one of the Star Trek series, and then actually that they got Dean Stockwell to come in and do a little cameo. So it was like a little quantum leap. Oh um, yeah, reunion. That's right. He's in Enterprise, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. So when he kind of brushes Jonas at the start, and Jonas is just like just shattered. He's just shattered. Yeah. Like this mentor guy that he really cares about just completely brushed him. I'm like, that was a really good Jonas moment. Mm. Yeah, but- he didn't overplay it. It was sort of just like, 
little smile, and then the smile just left as soon yeah. as he didn't acknowledge it. And he kind of just deflates a little bit. He just, yeah. And I'm just like, ah. Yeah. That's what I was always think. Like, writing these days, they talk about how they feel, but I like this, how they've just le- left it to the actor to, mm. yeah, well, you him, decide. Let him do his job. Yeah, yeah right? And he's I can, just gone the whole less is more approach. Yeah, I see what jo- what Jonas does, and it's like I... It then goes, oh, when have I felt like that? And it's like, well, don't yeah, tell right? me how you feel. Show me yes. how you feel. Exactly. Yeah. And I can... I can little note to the writers out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's what I liked about Jack. He's just like, friend of yours? Like, he doesn't have to say, <laughs> oh, are you okay? You know, obviously you feel yeah. sad. He's just like, hey, I noticed that as well. And walks away. What, you, you guys are supposed to be friends? <laughs> like, give a shit. Like, but that's Jack's... <laughs> I think that's Jack's way of saying, oh, man, like, I... I get it. I get. Yeah, it's like if if Jack's not ribbing you, he mean he just doesn't give two shits yeah. about. He's just like he's like you're not even worth ribbing. So it's like if he's look, if he he's prefers you over a Russian, Jonas. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russians win, win, win. or death over his dead body or Russians. Because yeah. as soon as you saw yeah, okay. Jack's face, I thought oh, he's he's sympathetic. And then right up until the moment where a word left his mouth, I thought he was going <laughs> to say something really sincere. Uh, here he is. Friend of yours, and I'm like, that's as nice as you're going to get from him. That's him, yeah, like you said, that's him absolutely sympathising, but he's never going to say those words like, forget about it, buddy. Mm. We'll be okay. But, yeah, after after that it kind of went downhill for me just because I feel like the the overall story just wasn't really cohesive. The fact that it's kind of revealed right at the end that Dean Stockwell's character is insane and it's like, well, the cloning government knew about it, but they invited him to these really important negotiations anyway, and it's like, well, if they knew, why would he... Yeah, why get would he there be and yeah. and then Jonas like hallucination Jonas being all like weird and robotic. I was like, Meh. so yeah. yeah. I understood the end part where they're like, Jonas would be thinking, well, these guys are pricks, and I don't want to come back here. But then, at the same time, the only reason you'd bring old bloody that that doctor bloody schizo, doctor who cares, he um, <laughs> doctor who cares, would be to make friends with Jonas so that Jonas can say to SG1 oh yeah these guys are alright because I trust them and, and I'm his old mate so but then he wasn't he sort of just yeah. brushed him and then so what was what was the point if if they did know that he was going crazy why did they why did they bring him yeah if he was he was high risk and yeah what did he bring to the negotiations yeah that's so like that <laughs> shit cray cray it's like I feel like he knew nothing about in quadrier that Daniel uh, the time Daniel that Jonas didn't know so it's like, yeah. so yeah, what did what did he bring to the conversation? And he wasn't in those secondary backstory. meetings either, the negotiations. Yeah, that yeah, was you're weird. Right. He was left yeah, in his little I noticed that too. Because he goes, how did it, how did the negotiations go? I'm like, why yeah. weren't you there? Yeah. Yeah. You well, clown. On that, like, I, that's why I wrote twice in this uh, episode. There are moments here where it's just because we accept SG. It's about SG1, so they're always going to play a massive role in everything that we see. But they really shouldn't. Like, when those ambassadors and whatever and the Doctor get to Earth and they go upstairs to talk about, well, what they end up pitching to us as being some kind of big trade, SG-1 really don't have a right to... They've got no need to be there. They're, like, they're a team. Like, they're not yeah. They're not the government. They're, you know, like, it makes sense General Hammond. Like, he's there. He's the biggest authority on base. Yeah. Whether you bring in um, old mate... Um, Davis, mm. Midway. Nah, bring Midway in SG Eleven, the negotiation team. Yeah. Well, sure, what, what is the yes? What is the negotiation team? What, what number? Is it eleven or thirteen? No, I think it was nine. Who's, who's, oh, is it? Yeah, that sounds about Somewhere right. No, yeah. Eleven's the one that dies. Eleven's yeah. that's right. Eleven's yeah. the one that dies. SG Nine's a guy with the redhead who went to the prisoners in prisoners. I think went to yeah. General Zod's place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it makes sense that 
maybe Jonas would be in that meeting because he'd mm. be like a nice the little, middle again, middle man yeah. between the SGC and uh, and his home people. But like, what's what's Tilk's point about being in that meeting? <laughs> yeah. To just sit there and sort of sternly look at these people from another yeah. planet. Like, he's an alien on Earth on as well. <laughs> exactly. There's absolutely no reason for him to be there. And really for any other SG, like, it's fair enough that Hammond to call them in after and go, look, this is just what happened. Or if they're in another room listening, but they don't need to be in that meeting. And then later on, where they're, they're, they are the team on that planet, like, okay, yeah, Hammond's there going, I believe in you, yeah. but as like, they raise themselves, they raise a point, they're going, hey, if you want, we've got a team that, sh- that absolutely specialises in diplomacy and negotiations yeah. when we're talking about trading. Mm. Like, that's the, the, from what we hear, yeah. backstory, we see SG-1, they're like the head, you know, uh, exploration yeah, well, and they're, they're tactics. They're called the frontline team. The frontline team. They do basically a bit of everything, and then once they sort of sort out the problems- it's like a GP. Yes, <laughs> but then if you need a specialist, you Jack send of all trades, master in it. You send in uh, you send in SG nine. So I just thought it was weird. They actually brought up the fact that there is a team that should be doing exactly what they're doing two thirds of the way through the episode. Yeah. But it's SG one. So I've honestly probably watched yeah. this episode three or four times in the past. Never thought about it. There's probably three or four other episodes in the series so far that have had yeah, exactly this. Yeah, it's just yeah. a weird thing. Now <laughs> I don't want them to not be there. But yeah. Yeah. the thing with episodes like this too, I always think. Oh, why are these countries at war all the time when there's so many different planets out and about? Mm. And you're like, and then I think about back on Earth, and it's we're so deeply entrenched, yeah, and interested that it, we just can't see past what's happening in yeah, our backyard. Yeah, I think that's one of the social commentaries this episode does quite well. Is, is yeah, it's like everywhere we go, the and whatever sci-fi series it may be, including the ones I can't talk about. Um, Go for it. Worlds are always united. They're always like once they find out that other things are out there, the world is is you know they realize that there's bigger problems out there, so yeah. they come together as a species. Yeah. Well, it's like our world isn't like that because a they haven't made the Stargate public, and then we find out it's the same thing on Kelowna. Only because mm. the, the planet is actually Langara, and the Kelownans is just like one continent or state or whatever it is. They have the Stargate, and the Andari Federation and the Terranians don't even know that the yeah. Stargate exists. Was Langara the name mentioned in Meridian? Or is that a new yeah, thing? I think it is. I okay. think so, yeah. I was just wondering whether we've only ever known them as the Cologne people it's, and that now it's like, oh, by the way, there's two other, you know, populations. My, it's hard. It took many First years notes of here I had Langaren and then, I, and then they said Cologne and I'm like, oh, did I have that wrong? Yeah, mm, it but took it was, many years of rewatches for me to click at the fact that Kelowna was just... Just America, basically. America, basically, mm. um, and not the actual name of the whole planet. Because yeah. we very rarely get planets that we deal with, like there's a lot of different factions mm. and whatnot and groups like here because we absolutely should you know like it's a bit like the Star Wars rule in Star Wars there's single environment planets there's only one ecosystem you know Hoth is ice all over yeah. and you know I mean it's, I know it's a moon but Endor just a forest, forest you know like all the planets yeah. only have one ecosystem Tatooine's just a desert planet whereas a lot of places we go to and we only meet with a certain group that live next to the Stargate mm. and as far as we know their entire planet is full of people exactly like yeah. that but you know once twice a season we'll deal with, hey, well, you believe in this and there are other groups out there that believe different things. Or here, it's like, we're one country, there are two other countries in the planet and we're all kind of pissed at each other. And this is the first time it's been kind of like where there's still negotiations. The only times I feel like we've seen this before has been when they're in all that warfare. So there was like the other side where we're with those space Nazis Mm. underground and open warfare with the breeders. And then another one where where SG-1 got locked in the cat cages and the... um, Oh, that <laughs> yeah. shit episode. The, the, the Stargate in the rock. It's a circle. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> They're going to make us out of come through. <laughs> New grand. That's the there one. There we go. <laughs> um, 
And again, they were kind of in open warfare yeah, with, yeah. with the other the other states. And that's what the first minister said. Oh, well, we know that your your gate is secret. What's the difference? Mm. Well, the yeah, difference I'll, is you're not at like, global war. Yeah. We're not at that point. I was we're not, we're not threatening go, atomic bombs. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for one of them to say, well, we're not three warring factions. There's like 57 different countries <laughs> that would all be pissed <laughs> off at us, okay? Yeah. So it's yeah. so much more dangerous for us to tell the world. Pff, you guys yeah. are like got two enemies. Yeah, we don't, we don't speak with Russian accents, so we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that throughout the whole thing, Jack just wanted no part in any of it. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like... He's like Where's an quadrant? He, yeah, he even goes... We don't need the decoder. It doesn't work. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like we got a whole bunch when Did Jonas defected. We don't want the shit. Yeah. We got over there and they're like, Did Rubbish. you speak to your superiors? Yeah. They send their best. <laughs> <laughs> what? What else? It's like, I, I still don't like yeah. you after Daniel's death, so yeah. I want nothing to do with you. And I'm not that crash hot about Jonas either. It was just, yeah. he's Russian. better than a Russian or death. He didn't even so want anything to death. do with it when it was his own people. Like, they, they come, <laughs> you know, they had the negotiations, and they've, the Earth people have had their meetings, and they're like, well, we're going to offer them non-military equipment and technology in exchange for the quadrant. He's like, never going to go for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chiming in from the cheap seats. Yeah. Yeah. Even when he goes, when they go, oh, we're going to have to let this Nequadria bomb go off, and he's like, why should we care? Mm. Yeah. Like it's not our problem. Yeah, he didn't yeah. give a shit until Jonas started caring a lot, and he's like, "Hey, Jonas, you're in SG one now." <laughs> yeah, but that's all. Just because I jo- treat you like shit. Yeah, like Jonas left that world. Surely he's got a family there. Nah. Like, <laughs> nah. Nah. He's got, he's got he's born in a lab. <laughs> that ring that he wears that means he's an orphan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's his, that's a little stigma that means he's an orphan. He's got no living. Hey, relatives. I did tweet Karanemic well, about the ring. What's the go with the ring? Because I couldn't find anything about it. No, no idea. I just hey. wrote, hey, I'm Kyron Nemec. No, you What's you, the deal? <laughs> You're the Brennan Gibson. No wonder he didn't this take you seriously. In the, in yeah. the tweet. Something about um, the f- there's a popular fan theory that you're a master stonemason, but obviously you can't talk about that. <laughs> Did he tweet you back? I haven't looked. Jump this, on, have a look. This must have been a hard one for you to watch, Mitch, um, given that you tend to be doing other things at the time, editing or washing up or doing the laundry and stuff like that. There was that scene where um, crazy... Dean Stockwell is like talking with the finger quote rebels mm. in that scene and then it's like we go there later on and the only real clue is the visual shot so it's like if you miss that shot from the start yeah, yeah, to the yeah. back and when you see the same spot covered in cobwebs unless you put those two things together you're kind of like what are they doing there? yeah there was an yeah. ex- I can't remember which scene it was is that one or the- which which one comes first that or the uh, first like fake Jonas chat Whichever I want to say fake Jonas because yeah, the, the, yeah, the cobwebs is the, like right at the end. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was, and because, uh, you know, like you guys have been saying, the, the way that he just acted that scene out, Coronemic, I was like, something's obviously a bit off because that yeah. doesn't seem like normal yeah. Jonas. The first scene was okay when they were in Doctor Who Cares office mm. and Jonas... Jonas was pretty similar but just wasn't smiling like he yeah, usually yeah. does. Just slightly yeah. sinister. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like that. That was good. Talking about sinister, literally the definition of a twirling mustache. Uh, the, the like the, the what are the first minister or whatever they called him? Like when he when we go oh, in, he's and like he's, he's got like big three quarters goatee. That guy, yeah, yeah, he's oh, just one magnificent more, he's facial goatee. hair. But <laughs> he's sitting with his and he's like, "Welcome, Jonas yeah. Quinn and SG One." And I'm like, mm. "Dude, if you if you touch your moustache, honestly, that's yeah. a little where we're jumping the shark." Then, but then when he met with him, he's like, "Thanks for coming to meet with me." And I'm like, "In the." F- Dark yeah, with just that light. one beam of yeah. light across his yeah. eyes. He's like, I want him to like just sit there and then like just move out. And Jonas like, I can see you now. He's like, okay, mm. I move back. Shadows, <laughs> but um, shadow. the only reason they did that was so they can have the city in the background. Yeah, which looked like also cardboard. they wanted to have a bit of shadow play. 
Shut the gate, he's gone home. Doug, there's no way you're going to top that. Check us out on social. You know what? Hit us up on Patreon if you want to be in our shadow play. But that actor actually, he gives good bad guy. So he was he was a recurring regular bad guy on Charmed. He played a lead avatar. He was the Rocky and Bullwinkle. Is he in that? I don't know. Um, he was the first ever Krill in the, the bad new... bad guy has the same... Oh, the thrilling moustache. Uh, yeah. In the new Seth MacFarlane sci-fi show, The Orville, he plays the oh, first really? of the Krill. Uh, you see that in the first episode. And he also Krill plays... Krill good. Uh, and he also plays Gul Jassad, the first uh, Kardashian you see in the first episode of Deep Space I think he's the new Kardashian. I'm yeah. like, why are we talking we about, that? about that? God, no. no. This is not the show. Kardashians. There's no three strikes for that. You might just go straight off. <laughs> oh, I'd have to cut myself you. if I was talking Kim about that. Kim Car- Car- <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Um, I was about then, to say a story about her, but no, I'm not. No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> we all know. Mate. We've all seen the video. Um, yeah. And then his rubbish heads. Pre-video. His little side guy, um, Commander Hale. Uh, that actor actually comes back in season ten as a prior. Oh um, yeah, I knew I'd seen it. Wasn't yeah, he, in so- he was. He, he was in something else before this. So pretty much they um, they only went there to see if they could help or get into negotiations because they're like, okay, we need some the quadria. We really mm. want it. Yeah. And yeah. then they went we've there. Got, we've got Naquita <laughs> now, got, so we need like, a plot device. We've to- got 300 pounds of the quadria. Oh, okay. Well, we want that. What can we do? Oh, give us warfare um, technology. No, we won't do that. Well, that's it. Oh, dang it. What we'll, can we do now? We'll give you bandages some, and band-aids. Some crazy guy goes, oh, yeah, I've got some. All right, sick. Can we have it? <laughs> well, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, see us. We don't need to help. As long as you come <laughs> in and create a coup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonas, yeah. we're leaving now. Let's go. I love yeah. it, mate. They don't want to interfere, but they're going to create a coup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. Well, mm. they didn't create it. They were just going to help them out a little bit. They were bit. going to, though, if they weren't imaginary. Yeah, like busting in on a, on a planet that's got three warring countries. Essentially, and then there's like yeah. this mysterious resistance, and yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll go for the resistance team." Sure. Yeah, like they're encouraging the Colonians just to like front up and actually go and talk to their opposition. Not even opposition. Like we get the idea that they're all kind of like a bit sketchy with each other, but the other yeah. two historically hate each other. But now they've got something going on, and it's like, well, yeah. what? Like mm. you, you're only assuming, and it's probably a very safe assumption, but. Before you're like, hey, we need to go and you know just bomb the shit out of these guys. Maybe just send someone over and have a chat. Mm. Take some biscuits around or something. What I, I didn't know. get is why don't you evacuate everyone through the Stargate to a different world? Maybe. You know, well, if what? they have a million people, it's not practical. But that's what I'm saying. If they're asking SG1 for, like, surely they if they knew that this is going to happen, then set something in play. Don't be like, oh, please give us warfare technology and Earth and Earth's like, nah. Then wouldn't you go, well, help us out a different way? What can you do? I mean, I thought Carter's offer of, oh, we'll give you some antibiotics. I was like, that's not going to stop a bullet, mate. <laughs> yeah, Kevlar? <laughs> give us something. Yeah. He shut that down so quick, though. It's like, this will save 15,000 lives per year. And he's like, yeah, not what we need, though. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> no, we want to take 15,000 yeah. lives. <laughs> <laughs> can you make them... Anti yeah. antibiotics, um, and we can throw them at. Well, we've what? seen those awesome missiles that you've got. Well, <laughs> we I want some of that. Get it? They wanted to be swift and quick end to the war, but it's like, well, the way that happened in World War Two was like two atom bombs, two mm. hydrogen bombs. Mm. So wouldn't a, a quadria bomb demonstration actually work? Well, I think I think that's It'd the, the, the well. part of the social commentary. Is it's like, well, yeah. Yeah, if we went back in time and had the option to not drop those bombs, would we do it? I mean, yes, it didn't have the option. 
Yeah, but that, that's what I mean, though. It's yeah. like if we could go back in time and change history and be like, okay, we're going to not drop those bombs, hmm. would that actually in the long term be beneficial or not beneficial? So it's, I think that's, nah. that's, that's the... That's People the would have taken over the world. Well, that's it, exactly. We, we might have found another way to stop them or they might have won and taken over. Um, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, Peter DeLuise calls this the, the idea behind this. It was Meridian Part 2 meets A Beautiful Mind. And that was the yeah. idea for this. Which, spoiler alert, if you've never seen A Beautiful Mind, which I haven't, are there, like, imaginary people in his brain in that movie? No. Oh. He just goes, he has schizophrenia and he's oh. a genius. Oh, but he doesn't imagine, imagine, like, fake people and stuff. He's not talking to... No. He's not affected by radiation, if that's what you mean. <laughs> oh, no, just the way Peter Dilley spoke about it, it sounded like there was a major plot point in The Beautiful Mind where he, he's talking to people who actually aren't there. Mm. Well, are you going to watch it? Nah. Then yes. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever will let us move on. Uh, <laughs> um, well, and then there was something else Peter DeLuise did that I thought was really odd in that in that big sort of fight scene um, in the back alley, Jonas has an entar. You see kind of like the red jewel on the on the butt of the gun. Yeah. And then it's firing normal rounds. So according to the commentary, that was Peter DeLuise's way of letting the audience know that this was part of a hallucination. But in universe, I'm like, well, how would the doctor know what an entar is? Yeah, because so I just that was assumed the carrying it, but I yeah. didn't see him carrying any weapon. Because does does Jonas have a zap? I suppose they'd have spare to be able to give him. No, give him some. Air. No, I don't. Because because Daniel didn't wield one. No. It was only Looked he like he a had a Beretta. A few weeks ago, Tilk picked up three. From those thinking, yeah. I think if it's yeah. keep what you find, then <laughs> Tilk's got twenty seven of them. Jonas hasn't earned one yet. <laughs> well, I feel like Tilk. I'm using can... your locker, Jonas. <laughs> Extra storage. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your key. <laughs> uh, I feel like Tilk and Jonas. Oh, sorry. Twist, I've already stolen it. <laughs> I feel like Tilk and Carter have Zats as their sidearms, mm. but then Jack yeah. and Daniel always had just their normal like Berettas. So I, I don't. I've never paid that much attention to Jonas. So I got no idea. I like the idea of what Deloise did, but wouldn't it work better the opposite way? Like you said, you didn't see them carrying weapons at all, but surely they would have. If they're going off war, they would have been carrying weapons. Yeah. Like it, it mm. wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to say that the doctor would have seen Jonas with a weapon, but then if maybe that gun mm. fired Entar rounds, rounds yeah. then for the audience it's the same idea as a as a Entar firing bullets or whatever. Mm. We go, oh, that something's not right. But it just, yeah, it makes no sense for him yeah. to be seen carrying something especially that only when, the audience has seen. Yeah, especially when Jonas was going to be taken down for treason, potentially. Well, that's what he said. As mm. soon as the negotiations go down, mm, but to yeah. get the hell out of Dodge. Yep. Because I'll be arrested. Oh, well, all in all, I just have to say Kelowna and Langara is just a pretty shitty world. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, welcome to another segment of Around the World where we're going to find out what this Stargate episode is called Around the World. You tell it, Maddie. <laughs> that was a levels thing. That was, that was intentional. Let's go to the France. Yeah. Yeah? Is it French? Or is it called uh, Resistance? Yep. Oh, what does that mean? Resistance. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> Shocking, right? Blew my mind. Got me by surprise. They obviously yeah. don't play with shadows in uh, France. I mean, really, you don't even need to learn French. You just you put the accents on and you mm. have you speaking French. Mm. Totally. Next we go to Yahoo! Italy. <laughs> <laughs> And in Italy, it's called a Gioco di Ombra. Shadow play. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no sense. And then we go to Spanish. <laughs> hey, Holmes. Oh. I don't think I won't cut you. 
Um, <laughs> in Spanish, wow. it's called Operación Imaginaria. That was French. Operation Imagined or something? Imaginary Operation. Yeah. Which again kind of gives it away. Sure does. But to check. Stinhora. 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 Are you okay? You got schizophrenia. Bit of phlegm there, mate. Cough it up. Yeah, uh, which translates to shadow play. Uh, then we go to Hungary. Speak the Hungarian. I feel like you're Adam Sandler in Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> like, yeah. Is he in that movie? He's Dracula. Oh, okay. He led the whole franchise. I've I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, so in Hungarian, this episode was called Amijatek. And there are so many little things above all the um, squiggly lines. Straight line from down up on right side and left side. Every single one has a thingy. Uh, that just translates to shadow play. Oh. How do you pronounce it again? Amijatic. Amijatic. A M Y J A T E C. But every vowel has a thingy over it. <laughs> Amy Jatek. Amy Jatek. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we go to Germany. And it's Ein Übermastigerfind. Wow. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was angry. Yeah, because Uber, Uber, my Tigerfeet, uh, a superior enemy. Right. Apparently, your imagination is a superior enemy. Uh, and, Very cool. <laughs> and then we finish it off with good old Australian. Thanks to Australia. Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. <laughs> Something about a Vegemite sandwich. Um, <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something about a Vegemite sandwich. Oh, that's the sounds of Gatorback. Sure. Um, so, in the uh, ye old Australian. Oh. Janice's work, mate, is a few stubbies short of a six-pack and gives everyone a run around for a bit. But cheers for the Nagwadriga, you f- <laughs> <laughs> Like ye old? It's probably 80s at best. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, that is great. Um, She's stubby short. only 100 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Lincoln's worked out the, uh, the modern Australian translation, which is just, I'll dump. I'll dump. That's it. Toast and that's cray around cray. the world. So you bring in low pitch Ooh. back into that? For what? Oh, pitch. for the Australian. Low pitch yeah, does maybe. the Australian reason. I'm pretty sure that was that. low pitch. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to extend the segment longer than it needs to be. But that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, that's what you have been doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except you haven't added, haven't added all the rest in. Yep. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. How do you want a tight leash? Oh, I liked mm. it in the briefing. The reason Tilk was there in <laughs> Is that. Is that code? You like it in the briefing? Love it in the briefing. In the Pelican briefing. Everyone loves a good brief. <laughs> it's friggin' amazing. Oh, I prefer boxer brief. briefs. Where are uh, Tilk? Hey, hey. I say Tilk. No, you're right to ignore it. Basically. <laughs> Still trying to. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Tilk <coughs> was just like, cut the shit. What? Tell us precisely what you want. Because they were just talking shit. Yeah, who great, are you? Omar Asala? Yeah, that was a Tell great us. line. I enjoyed that. Tell us precisely what you want. And everyone's like looking around going, oh shit, he's speaking now. <laughs> shit. Daddy's angry. He's getting angry. We better he do what he says. He was scary when he was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it speaks. <laughs> it is a woman. Yeah, but I, I think the reason mm-hmm. where I started to lose hope with this episode was when Jonas was talking to the first minister and it was so boring. Yeah, what was he trying to do? Plead with him to do what? Like... 
Go, do it di- diplomatically instead of do- using warfare. Jonas was, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of lost interest because the first minister, I don't even know what he was angling at. Come back and get him to give us shit. Yeah, obviously he knew that um, like that doctor was going um, mental. So he he needed someone to come back and, and take charge of the of the science stuff and, and basically someone that wasn't crazy, someone that wasn't going to be taken off to a mental institution. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, take control and... and try to keep progressing the science but he, he did say they had other scientists so and now Jonas knows that of course Jonas isn't going to come back I guess he, he knew that later but because he'll go bloody yeah. crazy as well due to the radiation no but he's got special powers <laughs> <laughs> he's a good read a I was just read. thinking Doctor Who Cares comes up with this huge delusion of some kind of resistance I'm like that seems like a pretty, pretty boring resistance. Like, wouldn't you rather come up with a, sorry, boring delusion? Wouldn't you rather come up with something cool? Like, oh, there's a super sick brothel down the <laughs> down the way. And yeah, but then it's free ice cream. It, it's one thing for him to sick. He's just, just <laughs> a hole in the wall. That's what I mean. And eating spiderwebs. Cobwebs everywhere. It's one thing for him to be like, free, oh, free fairy floss. Check this out. Secret resistance. Like he's sneaking out actual Nequadria to like a an abandoned warehouse and he's talking to people that aren't there about like staging a coup as opposed to like, oh, it's a brothel. And like, what's he having sex with or jerking off around? And then if he's eating ice cream, what the f is he actually licking? Like. <laughs> That's a concerning delusion. A snorkel. I, I love that if they they got to the little resistance place and it's like where he's been smuggling loose in a quadria and they opened it up and it's just like a crate of apples. He thinks apples in a quadria. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty great. Yeah, or just like his, his sandwich every day is just yeah. like smuggling it away and thinking it's in a quadria. <laughs> or imagine if... Um, Green pineapples. If Meridian hadn't already existed, imagine if like Nequadria was the actual hallucination. It's like oh, yeah. Nequadria just didn't exist didn't at all exist. and it was just his hallucination that it was this uber-powerful... he read about Nequadria and didn't say it right. Nequadria! <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on the fruit line of thinking, because he was smuggling out small bits that were mm. grapes, Ooh. and then when Tilt came across it, he oh. saw them and went to town Devoured. on the grapes because we know what he loves it. And then in Doctor grapes. Who cares is looking at him and Tilk is eating pieces of <laughs> no. Nequadria and not dying. That and he's very like, dangerous. This son of a bitch is a tough is cookie. Tough. They open up. They open up those crates and they're just they're just big bricks of blue jello. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for, for the, the get in the gates. Harry mailbag weekly. weekly. Now, I have a monster one here, so bear with oh, me. Jesus. I've it's... seen it. We're leading with that, are we? Let's Whew. do it. I've seen your monster. Have you ever? So it comes from a um, friend of the show, regular contributor, Damo Edwards. Oh, Damo. So. so of the originals. I've got, a, I've got a couple of emails here. There's a bit of correspondence, so bear with me. But okay. it's, it's, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Okay. So the first one came, it came through at like 11.30 at night on Friday night. So he says, hi, boys, just a quick one. And then I'll just hold that. It's two A4 pages of an email. Oh, just solid. a quick one. Yep. Um, loving the podcast, both getting to gate chats and the Gibson Brothers babbling. Keep yeah, them coming. Boy. Nice. Love listening to you boys emptying your hairy mailbag and thought I might add something to start filling it again. I'm a bit like you, Reese, in that I listen to each podcast at least three to four times, so, uh, minimum solid. each week. What? 
Each week, he'll listen to the podcast at least three to four times, twice in the first day. Oh, my God. Solid. God. That's what I do. Uh, I even <laughs> I even go back and listen to the back catalogue, especially Reese's rant, shitting <laughs> through the gate, and more recently, Brendan's ode to Daniel. Yeah. Nice. Brendan's left the room, otherwise he's I'm sure he's got a bit of stomach issues. He's yeah, just gone off for a quick poop. Yeah, it was there was some <laughs> there was some My stomach issues. I think you mean his missus is calling him on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, we'll find out when he listens back to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> He goes, I've I've listened to the Ode to Daniel at least a dozen times. I hate Jonas that fucking much. <laughs> I listen to you boys quite a lot as there isn't many other podcasts I listen to while I travel around for work. At the moment, I listen to Poochie's 10 Forward and a couple of Broncos podcasts when oh, they release them. Oh, now we're them. talking. I assume you would as well, Mitch. Ugh, the Broncos, Broncos podcast and six again. Hey! Up the f- Broncos. Yeah, can I just say on that demo, just to fill you in, now I work, I've, I've spoken about it at a radio station, I work for Nova in Brisbane, and Nova Entertainment, we, we do the Broncos podcast with the Broncos, we're we're, media, oh, we're partners with the Broncos, we have Jarrell, and this year Sammy is his co-host, they come into, well actually I think they've got a, they've got their own setup at the Broncos now, but they, they share, mm. they sort of come here and do some recording, they go to the Broncos and record. See, so, here I was thinking you were going to drop the other bit of knowledge bomb. I am. The, oh, go for it. So Six Again podcast though, that is actually a run by and hosted by a good friend of uh, Maddie and I's, Chase Chase, Jones. well you, you worked with them as well at one well, point, you, didn't you Reese? No, never. Oh. Did you say you worked with him at the radio station or something? Never. Who am I thinking of then? Dane. Oh, Dane. Oh, Dane, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, Chase, he's been a mate of mine for, Jesus, well over over 15 years now. Family holidays with you and Link, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've known him since he was 13 or 14. And yeah, he he and I worked here at the same time. We both worked at the st- the radio station yeah. at the same time. I mean, God, that, that kid. I got him a job at the cinemas, and I got it. Well, I didn't get him a job here, but he came <laughs> and worked. I uh, worked uh, here on the uh, on the streets, drove around the icy cold cans of coke that so, our yeah, you're street right. team give away. But yeah, he's he runs a six skin podcast. Be so. very incestuous, Damo. We love it. My God, that's so that's that's real. What a mixed bag. Yeah, he listens actually, to all the only podcasts he listens to, and they all happen to be yeah. mates. And we don't know. I it. Um, <laughs> I actually sent a grab of that to um to to Chase, and he's just like. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, he loves to know so. that people are listening because he said, I think I'm just doing it for myself, <laughs> Mitch, who he co-hosts for, and then myself and three of our Bronco listeners. That's how we mates. started out, mate. Really That's is. how you do it. So Damo goes on, uh, just finished watching Redemption, parts one and oh, two. Oh, thank God you're back, Brendan. We've been talking about Broncos for six <laughs> minutes. <laughs> And, uh, I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> and Damo said he's uh, he's listened to your ode to Daniel about a dozen times. Oh, he, because he stop it. He loves it. That's where those thirteen listens come from. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it because he hates Jonas that much. Yeah, um, he we just all fi- do. just finished watching Redemption parts one and two, and I noticed a few mistakes slash goof slash fuck ups whatever. Part one, Jonas, plain and simply, just fucking Jonas is a mistake. <laughs> Needs to be thrown into the kawush. Two. <laughs> The scene where Carter is talking to Hammond in the briefing room, the reflection of the timer just before it hits the 38-minute window isn't reversed as it should be. Three, in one scene when Carter enters the control room, an image of the computers on the gate shows that the gate is inactive even though it's active. And then in part two, there's a continuity error in the damaged gate room in the scene when f***ing Jonas stands before the gate talking to Carter. Around 16 minutes, we see the ramp from the briefing room. It's clearly visible that only one light panel lights up on the ramp. In the next shot from the inside of the gate room, there's lots of debris on the ramp and there is only one light panel in its place. I'm just wondering at this point, is our podcast encouraging nitpicking? Well, no, you personally are encouraging nitpicking. Yeah, with your segment. Put that on silent, that'd be great. It doesn't work. (laughs) With when you say my nitpick. Well, here's a little nitpick um, that I've got. That's that's totally you. 
Uh, so yes is the answer to yes. your question. So Damo continues. <laughs> and f***ing Jonas. I f***ing hate Jonas. He is the biggest mistake this whole episode and season. F*** you, Jonas, you bitch. <laughs> Thanks so much for the editing I have to do on those F-bombs too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, nothing I hate more than like editing out an effort. If I'm doing something and I'm like, okay, now back to uh, F. And I'm like, God damn it. Just change it just change to explicit on uh, iTunes. It'll be fine. Yeah. Could he f***? That whole thing. If yeah. you're going to do that, no, you're going to beat that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, if you, if you put some words in between. You know, and I'll, I'll, put, I'll put a f*** in between uh, uh, the word in between. Yeah. In, in between. In between. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is all getting cut now. So, yeah, Dam- Damien's uh, uh, quick note is still going. I think um, his name's Damo. What did I say? Damien. Oh, God, That's his what mum calls him Damien. Sorry. <laughs> what, is he in trouble? <laughs> Jesus, I bitch. Sorry. Well, he is because he's swearing too much. Uh, sorry, boys, but still not over Daniel e- yet either. Talking about Daniel, I was listening to the real version of Daniel by Elton John and all I could sing is Brennan's words, especially I hate Jonas so much <laughs> and loudly. Oh, and extremely badly. Oh, and sorry, boys. Yeah, I hear you. I said at the yeah. start this was a quick one, but when it's almost midnight and you finished half a litre of Bundy... Yes, buddy! I told you it was Bundy. I told you it'd be worthwhile. <laughs> Lots of good bottles. You bottle just Bundy. seem to keep on making up shit <laughs> yeah. to write. Bundaberg are good people. Maybe Great they can people. sponsor Absolutely, the show. Absolutely, Damo. <laughs> I feel the money I've spent on them, I'm definitely sponsoring them. Cheers, <laughs> Damo. P.S. Maddie, as of today, the 1st of March 2019, I'm four apps from the end of Season 5 of Next Generation. Oh, re- that's two, Maddie. And really liking oh, it. Shit. Give it a go, Reese. No. That's P.P.S. Yes, Brennan, I used to be a hater of That's Two, but <laughs> yeah. since I have taken the time to give it a go, I'm now converted. Thanks, Maddie. Love ya. P.P.P.S. As Brendan said, Reese, I do love you, mate, and I love all you boys. <laughs> Got to go. Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, just started oh, on Fox. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. So good. So that was his first email. I love everything about it except Broncos. Um, he <laughs> yeah. sent a second email. Now, I hope this can be part of that's too, because he says, Hi, Maddie, just no, giving you not. an update mm. on my journey. You can do a box you of shame if you want to get there. I'll read it if you want. Shit. Okay, well, you read, you read yeah. that email. Nothing happens. No, don't do it, bitch. Star Trek. Mitch, don't do it. <laughs> well, basically, he was stu- he was giving me an update, and I said, and so I replied Careful. to him. Careful. Oh, I mean, I mean, so I replied to him. There's nothing but Star Trek in yeah. this. Like, I can't even read. Yeah. If it was, yeah. this was like a government like paper, and it blacked it out, I'd have nothing but, hi, Maddie. Yeah. touch yeah. base again soon. Cheers. <laughs> Might have to so, redact it. Yeah, <laughs> so I did reply to him, and I said, oh, and funnily enough, I said to him, I said, I don't think this email is going to get airplay. <laughs> Good call. Uh, but I'll do my best. Uh, and I replied to his email. <laughs> You've got it here. Yeah. No, no, no. But then he sent another email and he says, thanks for the reply, Matty. Um, he does a lot more Star Trek stuff. And then he says, I admit I had a slight confusion about you saying you will try and give my email from Redemption a rum. I didn't remember sending one. <laughs> then I went back through my sent emails. Bloody rum. At least I didn't say anything too so, bad. So that whole email that I just read, he has no memory of writing. That, oh, that we've all been thing. there. Well, we all that I mean, whole thing. He was so specific read. as well. He has no memory of, oh, of that yeah. whole thing. I have no memory of my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you can't get my emails to air, could you ask Brennan for a... Re- oh, this is awkward. Could you ask Brennan for a reply to my argument regarding the whole Anubis having to destroy Earth before Uh-oh. Yeah, I did that already. Lord? Yeah, you would have heard that last um, week four I tweeted, times. I tweeted him about it. He didn't seem to reply. Uh, seems Reese and I have been paying attention. 
Demo and I have been paying attention. Um, I like. I don't care what what she says to whoever. Oh look out! Yeah, she could be telling. She could be telling Daniel she likes foot sex. Like, this, I this don't be, care. This has become like whatever happens of all things, in the meeting of all things. He does. Foot sex. He does. <laughs> of course he does. He does. This is like the new 2010. I love it. And finally, uh, you'll find attached a picture of a Jonas action figure I have. Oh, they oh, exist? In Go the home. recent ep, one of you boys made a joke about yeah, whether did. there was a Jonas figure. Yep, there was. For some dumb reason, they made one. <laughs> It for isn't some my dumb reason you got it. Yeah, you <laughs> own it. You're just telling us how much you hate Jonas. <laughs> it isn't my prized possession by any means. It looks nothing like it's him. It's at the set. front, though. Look it at was it. bought yeah, as a bulge at the front. It was bought for a gift as a gift for me. At the time, they didn't know how much I f-ing hated Jonas, <laughs> but how much I loved Stargate. Anyway, thanks again. I'll be in touch again soon. Damo, bloody oh legend. god, I need to lie down after that. Dude, that's like thirty percent of the of the bag emptied just with Woo! him. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's solid. I need a nap. Well, some of it's solid. It's the other stuff I'm worried about. Yeah, the Bronco, Bronco stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? Lucky, what I meant. Thanks, Damo. Another bloody good one by you, mate. Brilliant. We've got one here from uh, Josh Cassidy. It's a recommendation. Oh, I've just yeah. recently discovered these guys and am playing catch-up on the podcast. They really make getting through my workday so much easier. Even my co-workers have noticed I'm in better spirits and it kind of scares them. <laughs> I love these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, do, yeah, just doing our part, you know. Yeah, get into gates, scaring co-workers since 2017. Thanks, Josh. I've got a recommendation here, Facebook, from Caesar. He's back. Cesar. Best Stargate podcast ever. Four blokes taking a newbie through the Stargate universe, one episode at a time. Fun information and hilarious. A podcast not to be missed. Thanks, Caesar. And sorry well for done. not giving you a shout-out on the Gibson Brothers podcast there, yeah. Caesar. Had no idea you listened, mate, but thanks for letting us know. Yeah, now Reese is going to have to say seven people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, four. <laughs> Seven, including us. We've <laughs> <laughs> got another recommendation from uh, Tate. Tate, Tate, Tate. Uh, good podcast for anyone getting their nostalgia on a rewatching SG1. The lads are a cack. Uh, f- when I first read that, I was like, oh, the lads are a crack up. But then I'm like, cack. No. Like, you're a good cack. You know, you have a good cack. Oh, God. Yep, yep. Cacking so, up. Oh, yeah. I give that a big tick. So thank you, Tate. MC Anthony, I'm going to call him from now Ooh. on. If, if he becomes a familiar, he's MC Anthony. Tony MC. Tony MC! I wonder if he hates being called Tony. Some Anthonys do. Yeah, some Anthonys do. I feel like Robert Denny Jr. has just sort of made it a thing. Like, if you're Tony Stark, like, Tony! Like, it's it's a whole... Bruce. Bruce would have went nowhere, I don't think, if uh, Bruce Wayne hadn't been Bruce Wayne. Yeah, absolutely. And I say that with an uncle and a grandfather called Bruce. Like, whoever created Australia was a a great fan of of Batman. (laughs) Of the the Bruce. Bruce, the Bruce Highway. (laughs) Most of our things are named Bruce. (laughs) Everyone's got an uncle named Bruce. Yeah, Robert the Bruce. <laughs> Robert Scottish Robert the Bruce. Mo- I, I've got a, well, he's not my cousin. He's my cousin's husband. His name is Robert Bruce. No way. No way. That is great. Oh no shit. Is his middle They're, name the? He's married into families a family that has Bruce's, and he is of the Bruce's. It's Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce. My family. God, Australia as mate. Anyway, <laughs> you like you're more Australian than having a name called Bruce Bruce. Yeah, I um, uh, <laughs> a, a friend of mine married a guy, and um, his name his, his name is also Matthew, but his last name is Bruce, so his nickname is Brucey. Yeah, nice. Um, like Bogtrotter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they ended up combining their last names, so they now last names are they combined Bruce and Winkle. They're the Brunkles. I don't get it. Well, his last name was Bruce. Her last name was Winkle. So when they got married, they became the Brunkles. Mm. 
legally? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say I didn't that. see the paperwork. I mean, it beats hyphenating, but, <laughs> but we, Jesus. But we yeah. call them the Brunkles. The Brunkles. Yeah, so he's Brucey Brunkle. That's because oh, he... that's why he did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brucey yeah. Brunkle. Anthony, MC, MC Toady, amazing Stargate <laughs> podcast, great banter between the guys, and also great information you had forgotten when previously watched. Do love a bit of emancipation. Oh, oh yes! No. Oh no! Calling bull. Yes! That was that was obviously clearly a tongue in cheek. That was clearly just joke. Genuine love for a solid think, season one episode. I think what Anthony meant to write there was, "Do you really love a bit of emancipation?" Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Do love a bit of emancipation? Yeah, you do, buddy. Nah. Unreal, mate. Come to Brizzy. You're getting. Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> We've got one here from Jerusalem. We all know Jerusalem. Jerusalem. At Jerusalem tweets. Um, he says, all right, get into gate. So which is it? Drew, Jonesy, Drewsy? I need an answer of what I should call myself. Because I think uh, you may remember last, last mailbag or a couple of mailbags last ago. Week, yeah. Uh, we're talking about Drewsifer's nickname where we shortened Drewsifer mm. down to Drew. I think yeah, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him Judge Drew. I'm going to call him Doctor Judge Drudy. <laughs> Doctor Dre. No, Judge yeah. Drew, like Judge Dread, but Judge Drew. Yeah, Judge Drudy. Oh, Judge Judy. I feel like mine's a little bit more badass. Yeah. But then again, she makes a lot more money. So. Look, Drewstifa, it's it's kind of like me where my name's Reese, but people call me Reestifa. That's mm. kind of my nickname, but it's longer than my yeah. usual one. Either that or f- cockhead. <laughs> yeah, that's my preferred one. I like to hyphenate it, but... F- cockhead. <laughs> f- <laughs> f- cockhead. <laughs> Look, Jones is a Jones is a classic Aussie oh, nickname. Oh, it's a great Aussie name. Um, nickname, definitely not Drewsy. That's something you know no, you, you your grandma would cause you call you yeah. that. Yeah, he's a little Drewsy. Yeah. Oh, picked, up, picked up a bit of Drewsy, unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> how's, how's your penis? Oh, a bit Drewsy. <laughs> <laughs> apologies if that is your actual yeah. real name. It's only four hearts. Nickname. It's a bit Drewsy. No apologies. No, not for me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I love you, Drusifer. Yeah, great people. But no apologies for the banter. <laughs> it's what we do. Um, I've just seen this from uh, Scott Flashart at Unlikely Lad. I love all of that. Oh, lad, um, you're right. Flashart. What did I say? Flashart. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Flashart. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't say sorry. <laughs> Stop saying sorry. He's <laughs> sorry for his own <laughs> He's a lad. How you getting to Gates? Uh, loving your work. I was super into SG1 and Atlantis when it was on, but had no one to share it with. You bunch of loons taking the piss and tell each other to fuck off is, <laughs> is exactly the level of nerdery I didn't know I needed until I heard your podcast. Hashtag Origins. <laughs> and Danny's bounced yeah. back again. Oh, Scotty. Also, as a, in brackets, big honking homosexual, Fuck I really yeah. appreciated the way you dealt with the <laughs> hairy yeah. mailbag number three. You guys rock. Please continue being awesome. Followed it up with a gif of Bill Murray. Like, oh, I mean, that is just, yeah. that's yeah. all time. Scott, you bloody continue being awesome, mate. Big yeah. and honking. So now when we say big and honking, like we love yeah. from the show, we're talking yeah. about Scotty Flasher. Gets we're not just talking about space guns. No way. We're talking I'll about flesh guns, but talking about oh. your guns. we're talking about his guns. I mean, <laughs> flesh look guns. at his profile picture. He's got the guns out. Holy really? shit! Makes my heart Should flash. Jacking guys off left, right, and centre. <laughs> 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 that is staying in. Yeah, that is definitely staying in. 
<laughs> but then just a quick cut and straight on to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we've had no reaction to it. Yeah. We've just yeah. gone. You need yeah, the bar, otherwise it's just homophobic. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's what no. he does. We've just moved. Like, we've just moved at worst, at worst we're calling him a bit of a whore. That's it. <laughs> He loves it. He loves it. Loves it. Like he's not oh. just homosexual. He's a big honk of homosexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I assumed as much. Another one here from. Um, <laughs> that's actually the last one. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> might be oh, one God. from. Um, <laughs> All right. Are we empty? It's empty. Yeah, baby. Oh, whoo. yeah. It's because you just got jacked off by a <laughs> by being honking homo. Being honking homo. God, I wish I wish right. Scott was here. Yeah, Scotty, don't be a stranger, mate. Keep writing in with that kind of gold. Oh, that was brilliant. What a lad. It's <laughs> time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. Five questions for you, Reese. Thirty seconds on the clock. Are Multiple you ready? Choice? No. Okay. Number one. What is the name of Jonas Quinn's home country? Kelowna. Correct. What type of weapon did Jonas have during the hallucination? Enter. Correct. What condition did Dr. Kieran have? Schizophrenia. Correct. Name another sci-fi that Dean Stockwell has oh, been in. Jesus. Uh, get, uh, pass. Name one good thing about this episode. <laughs> there is none. Is that correct? Oh, there's one good thing. Oh, uh, tilt. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and what? Battlestar. Uh, correct. Oh! Yeah. oh, baby. Well done. Oh, oh, lucky you said I mean, Battlestar. That was a slog. <laughs> oh, I was ready to that's one you if yeah. you were going to drop a Star Trek. The, other, the only oh, other man. good thing about this episode was old man falling off the roof. <laughs> I would have accepted that. <laughs> it wasn't a roof, mate. Well. <sighs> Oh, boom. Building. Woo. I don't oh, finally. Go. What a relief. I feel like I've just been jacked off by me. <laughs> we all wish. We've seen his profile picture. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. That is episode 118 of Get Into Gate Shadow Play. We will be back next week to talk. The Other Guys, episode 8 of season 6. In the meantime, you can check out all of our old podcasts. Re-listen to them as many times as Damo Edwards has and can find it on any of our podcasting channels. Just search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Hit us up on the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Like, subscribe, share, whatever you want to do. And if you want to get some uh, behind-the-scenes shadow play from us, jump on to patreon.com forward slash get into gate. There's already a couple of people in there getting a bit of shadow play off us. That's where you can hear the famous Gibson Brothers a podcast way looser than Infamous. the uh, it's almost into double way, digits of listeners way looser yeah. than the uh, than the midweek Gibson Brothers Stargate podcast yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's uh, a gateway mm, drug to the Gibson yeah, Brothers you're podcast right. <laughs> first yeah. one's always free <laughs> it's highly <laughs> offensive so if you enjoy that jump on if you don't get yeah, yeah. <laughs> well said Gibson <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you can get us individually on Twitter and Instagram I'm at Mitch underscore Lewis. Matty. There's an episode of Deep Space Nine called Shadow Play at High Pitch oh, Matty. Oh, <laughs> Just logged out. It's the Space Nazi from Stop talking, mate. This far and no further. Oh, You've got to listen to that. Where are you? Where am I? I'm right here at Bloody Studio. Cool. I am at the Flying Gibson. We'll see you back next week. Episode 119 of Get Into Gate. The other guys. Catch you then. Get Into Geek.